0: Hello. Welcome to the Podcaster's Podcast. In this episode, myself and Kane are going to actually talk about something that was asked to us on our recent 3-day training event. Someone put their hand up and said, "What's more important, authenticity or authority?" And I think you shit yourself just like, "How oh, the fuck do I answer that question?" <laughs> it was such a good question. Yeah, it is a very You had very... to
1: like pause halfway through presenting to, like,
0: "Write that down." Yeah, <laughs> n- like yeah, literally, I, I got my phone out and wrote it down. Um the first thing I want to say on it is authenticity is representing brands you genuinely believe in based on that how do you like to record your uh interviews when you're not in a studio it's got to be riverside.fm <laughs> oh really why they pay me <laughs> <laughs> they're the authority in this space. <laughs> yeah now uh, riverside is obviously as we've spoken about a million times before the best way to record virtually to get 4k video to get studio quality sound and it's cheaper than Zoom Premium. Anything to add? They pay us. <laughs> <laughs> no, to, to be imagine, fair, that coming back to authenticity,
1: it came from the interview. So here's a top tip if you want to find good content, right? Pause from ad. If you want to find like, what content to create, if you've got too many ideas or no ideas, go to any sort of group. So it could be subreddit, LinkedIn group, Facebook group, whatever it is that you want or better, Whatever audience you're trying to attract, I promise you already exists somewhere else. 100%. In person, online, that group exists. So when we didn't know what to record, I went to Facebook, typed in podcast support, went into a couple of groups, quick scroll, what word pops up a lot of times, video podcast, video podcast. And that was a very, like a large trend of 2023 was video podcast becoming a bigger thing. So we've never really spoken about it. But then when you brainstorm, well, what's covered in a video podcast? Well, first of all, the first question is, is it in person or is it virtual? Well, if it's in person, here's the equipment you need. If it's virtual, here's the software you use. You know, what budgets to consider? What are the do's and don'ts? What are the pros and cons? And that then become a few different episodes. And one of them was, well, if you're doing virtual interviews, there's a video podcast. Do you use Zoom? Do you use Riverside? Do you use one of these other ones? And the conclusion on that was we use Riverside, which thinks the best quality. And that was months and months and months ago, based on content that we found other people were asking, uh, they had a problem, we solved it. And then Riverside approached us saying,
0: Can we give you money? Yes, you can. So it is an authentic. We're not just going to say, oh, we're sponsored by this brand now, and it's actually a different brand to the ones we've been promoting the whole time. For someone, for us to do that, it would have to be a brand that actually makes sense of what we do. So that's why we use Riverside, because we make most of our money through our agency and our courses. So it's not like we're desperate to make a bit of extra from sponsorship, but if we're going to do it, it's got to be a brand. Yeah, if it's somebody you're recommending already... Any amount of money is good. I <laughs> hope <laughs> they don't listen to this. They'll lowball next time. <laughs> well done. Um, click the link down below and use podcast fifteen with a capital P for fifteen percent off. Damn. Right. Continue where you was with authenticity, sir. Sell your soul for the highest bidder.
1: Right. <laughs> Great start. <laughs> um, right. So this is something that I've been contemplating recently. When you speak to people, do you get the I want to do it, but I'm suffering with imposter syndrome thing, right? I I get that a lot. I hear that a lot. And Alex Salmosi actually said this, and I I quite like it, is if you are suffering with imposter syndrome, one, good, because it means you're growing. And if you're not suffering with imposter syndrome, then it means that you're stagnating. And and if you're not always pushing yourself, if you relate it to the gym, for example, the weights always feel just as heavy. You just get stronger and then you pick up heavier weights. And you're always going to feel that sort of anxiety. And that's a good thing.
0: It's almost like the next level of getting outside your comfort zone. Isn't it? Yeah. Like you always hear people, and this is just general life talk, not podcasting, but so you do, yeah. Look at us. General now. life talk with Ashley Marks. Yeah. was this is the inspiration show. Nice. <laughs> um people talk about getting outside your comfort zone to grow. And it's something I've tried to do a lot. And I feel like once you stop doing that is where you, like you say, you plateau. And that imposter syndrome is just getting out of your comfort zone, essentially. And having that kind of belief in yourself so I can see exactly what you what, what you mean like you got
1: outside of your comfort zone by starting to dress like me and now you get loads of compliments which is great
0: yeah but I love <sighs> your jumper mate thanks I've not quite got the long coat and the scarf yet no, I don't know no, I feel no. like you got it's a bit chelsea too far. yet. no and I think I'm going to stick to just a slightly smarter <laughs> version of how I was dressing before <laughs> <laughs> purple shirts with a collar <laughs> yeah. um, I don't think I'll take it to scarves and chelsea boots oh
1: that's a shame yeah it's winter mate Um, Right, so on that point, imposter syndrome, good thing. But another thing that Alex Omosi was saying is if you are suffering with imposter syndrome, then you shouldn't be teaching. So this is where it comes down to authenticity versus authority. Is do not feel like you have to be the one teaching. You can facilitate a teacher who already has the credibility because guess what? You might not have the credibility yet. That's fine. But if you're you know, talking about how to start a seven-figure business and you've never had one, and you're feeling imposter in your own, there's a reason for that. Don't talk about it. You know. And there's certain things that, that we might know a bit about but might not know loads about. So, for example, we're fairly well-versed in Patreon, but when those new updates came in, and we wanted to know how it affects creators. Well, we're not actively being creators on Patreon, but one of our producers, Adam, is and has been since like 2016. So, well, let's get him to talk about it because he's the one that knows. And that interview was just us asking the questions that we wanted to know the answers to that we knew other people was going to ask us. So then if somebody asks us the question, you go, oh, by the way, um, if they ask whatever it was, like, what's the difference? Like, oh, well, when we interviewed such and such, he said, here's the problem. And based on his experience, this is it. Now." we're still then sort of teaching that second hand but I remember when I was doing um, some speaker training things they always talk about um, you get the credibility by giving the credibility or giving the credit essentially so Chris Williamson's a perfect example I was going to
0: say I'm assuming you heard this on the episode with Chris Williamson was it? No
1: this was was, um, different Um, but he's a great example that any conversation his guest can say anything and he might not have first hand experience but he'll go ah and he'll quote somebody.
0: He's been podcasting for seven years and he yeah. was on Love Island a few years ago. Yeah, it, So it's like he's he's not always been who he is now. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And he was he was never the authority in the first place, but now he's kind of, he has become a bit of an authority because of the people he's speaking to in these yeah. conversations he's having. So we had a, 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 well, still have a client
1: that she suffered with postpartum depression, got very ill, had to leave a corporate career and went through a really tough time and basically realized like, this corporate life as a lawyer is not good for my family, my health, my kids, or any of this, and I can't sustain it. So then went on a health kick, found out a lot of information about biohacking and female nutrition and, and things specifically to the, the woman's body. But she wasn't launching a podcast to say, here's, you know, I know everything. It was, let me go interview the people who did. And, and I always sort of use her as an example. And, and I think it's, it's really quite clever because some people, if they want to learn something, right, you go to college, you go to university, you spend 45 grand, whatever, for somebody to teach you what somebody else has written in a textbook. And (laughs) what podcast allows you to do is interview the people that wrote the textbook and you get it from the horse's mouth for free rather than spending thousands of pounds
0: on a degree that i'll never use (laughs) still have to pay back every month (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah how is that law degree getting on yeah yeah, well i'll tell you what when we say something completely out of pocket and get sued it might come in handy probably not mate i wouldn't represent myself (laughs) um but
1: still uh, and i like that but now she's been podcasting sort of three four years she's getting flown all over the world to speak at biohacking events She's getting paid to do corporate days and speak to sort of these massive companies about how they can look after women of, you know, X age to X age to, you know, how they can stay at the company longer or be more efficient or whatever. And it's like, you have a problem. She didn't have imposter syndrome when she launched that podcast because she was just interviewing people and she was being a facilitator. She was being inquisitive. She was asking the questions. And then when you do that for so long and you learn from these people – Guess what? You retain that information, and whether it's coming from their mouth or your mouth, it doesn't matter. It's the same information. So she then become the authority, which is and like you said, same thing with Chris and same thing. What you know, we learned more about Patreon after that interview with Adam.
0: Another one was the one we just done with uh, Mega Markle's producer with Courtney. Um, we don't know what life's like working on a project like that because we don't have any ex royals in our client base. So it was interesting to see actually what it's like, because obviously we work with independent creators, what it's like to work with celebrities on podcasts, because it's not something we do. So we became the facilitator. I'm with you completely now. That's essentially when you're someone who hasn't got the authority, it's important to be authentic, right? But when you have got that authority, you have got that advantage, but that makes it even more important to be authentic, right? Because if you've got that authority, but you just sound like a textbook, no one's no one's gonna care. People would rather listen to that authentic person who interviews people. And it's a different voice every week. If you're gonna be the voice, if you're gonna be the authority of your podcast, you need to be a good host. People need to like you as a host because otherwise it doesn't matter how good your content is, people just aren't gonna to wanna to listen to a boring person talking. Yeah. Look,
1: nobody wants that. It's just I mean, unless they're trying to be put to sleep, I guess. But be your real self. And I think that's gonna help you make more money from sponsors. It's gonna help you shift more product. People, I think a lot of people underestimate how good most other people's bullshit detector is. And I think you can watch somebody and go, you're completely false. Like, I don't trust you at all. It do, you do not come across well, or there's something a bit off about you, the way you speak. And a lot of comedians like Jimmy Carr talk about this, like, and Ricky Gervais, like, they're uncancelable because they haven't tried to be the nation's sweetheart and upholding and, you know, like the perfect person. And then they get caught out making these jokes. It's like from day one, they were making these jokes and they're offending everybody equally. So you can't then cancel that person because they've always been like that. And, you know, your expectation is also reality. So I think if you're um, really authentic, that's important. We said this, if you're trying to sell a product or service and your podcast is content marketing, if you're, you know, all the way over here really prim and proper and, you know, button up. And then you get on a sales call with one of your listeners and you're swearing immediately and you're way more relaxed or you may be making a joke and, you know, whatever. It's like, "Mm, this isn't the same person. And now I I don't trust you. I don't want to give you money or your sponsor money. So I think really the answer is authenticity leads, number one. And authority
0: naturally comes. I don't think it's something you have to do. You earn authority through time. Yeah, you can approach a podcast without being authority. Yeah, but if you approach a podcast without any authenticity, then you end up just not being a nice podcast to listen to. You end up almost like these celebrity podcasts, right? Yes, yeah. it's, it's why the none of them particularly last very long, is because they try and tell you they're authentic, but are they really? A few of them are, and a few of them are doing really well because of that. Because it is, I'd say it's the ones that are on TV who are always like football pundits, right? They always are in a suit and cannot swear and have to be perfect and everything they say and can never really have well they do have opinions on football but on nothing else they can have an opinion do you know what i mean and then you get them on a podcast and they show a little bit of behind the scenes and that is authentic because it's comparative to what they're like normally but a lot of these celebrity podcasts are still a limit in how authentic they are which is yeah, why, why i think suck. they don't do so well <laughs> yeah John, they're exactly. so boring but you can earn authority you have to be authentic regardless especially as an independent creator just you be yourself.
1: Not you. Not you, <laughs> you should change. But everyone <laughs> listening, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah, you should
0: cool. be different. <laughs> everyone else, just be yourself. Anything else to add to authenticity versus authority?
1: No, but a, a few to look out for. So um, there was the show I just mentioned. I won't mention her name because obviously I've said a, a few things about her personally. But um, Pit Stop's a great one. Two guys who knew nothing about F1 went on a discovery journey. You know, Come learn with us. Mm. And now they're massive. You know A lot I mean? of
0: like the comedy ones as well. they are just just—they're not trying to be an authority. They are just taking authenticity to the next level. They're yeah. being the most them they can be. Do you know what I mean? It works. Awesome. I've got nothing more to say about this episode. Till next time. Adios.